This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Radio show. It is Tuesday, January 5th, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in this crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, live and in living color, right here in the studio, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing today? Hey, doing good, buddy. It's good to be here in Sparks, Nevada. Um, it's good to be home, and uh, this is a lot different than the Skype, so I, I don't really know where to look or anything. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get those uh, gears. Uh, uh, all grinded out here, I'm sure, by uh, the breaks. So. Exactly. We're dialing things in a little bit. Obviously, uh, we got to utilize the uh, studio space the best we can. But you know what? It's 2021. We're going to do a little bit of a retrospective back to 2020 with this episode. And then moving forward, we're going to forget 2020 even existed, move on, have more fun, and look forward to 2021. So let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every show with a question for my co-host. Tony, this is a little bit of a lead up to um, a segment later on in the show. But if you had to describe 2020 in one word, what would that one word be? <laughs> oh, without cussing, uh, just crap. <laughs> I figured that would be the case. Yeah, I would have. I would have gone with the S word on that. But uh, yeah, just you could have used any adjective really. Awful, uh, terrible. Uh, but there were some. There were some good things. But overall. Yeah. Yeah, crap. <laughs> well, it uh, appears that you're not the only one that feels that way. So as if 2020 wasn't enough of an S show, which is the way I would describe it, an Indiana sanitation company has devised a fitting way to celebrate the end of a truly crappy year by having a choir of porta potties sing hallelujah, or should we just say <laughs> hallelujah? Hallelujah, the end of 2020 is finally here, tweeted Gary-based Service Sanitation, which rents out its signature blue porta-potties to events across the Midwest. In the two-minute clip, 32 lit-up portable toilets, dubbed the Jingle Johns, can be seen belting out a hilarious techno remix of Hallelujah in front of the dramatic Chicago skyline. If that wasn't enough, the Honey Bucket Band even sprinkles in a few quotes from the cinematic Christmas classics Elf and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. The performance has apparently set a record for the most animated faces on a single holiday light display, per the Renaissance firm's Twitter account. This isn't the Jingle John's first time wishing everyone a Merry Pissmas. 
<laughs> Service Sanitation Marketing Manager Stevie D. Dykstra first devised the idea in 2013 when the firm had 40, 40 porta potties covered in, uh, sorry, cover a Trans Siberian Orchestra song for a clip they sent to customers on Christmas. Every holiday season since, the company has released a new video in which they showcased everything from rapping to Snoop Dogg to getting down with Disco Santa. Meanwhile, a quartet of Caroline Crappers named Porta Paul, Carl Can, Buddy Blue, and Linda Lou tore across the Midwest, and the Jingle Johns can even be requested to appear at various events. I've got just a little sound bite of what that sounded like, and of course, I'll post this up on our Facebook page so you can see the lit up porta potties. We're gonna have the best looking house in town, Russ. I've always wanted to do this. Just a little bit for your ears, but uh, I definitely recommend you watch the video. It is uh, quite epic and actually a fitting way to take us out of 2020 into 2021. But uh, you know what? We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It is Taco Tuesday! It is Taco Tuesday. As we do on Tuesdays, we're going to run down Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called You're So Dumb, 2020 edition. We have Silly Rabbit, this bit is for kids, again, 2020 edition. We've got Florida Man, 2020 edition. We have 2020 in one word, basically company tweets. We round out the day with This Day in History, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 5th. Now we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you saw that porta potty uh, hallelujah end 2020 for yourself. Uh, do share. The Phoenix line is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show and you know what that means. Tony's here with the entertainment news. Happy 2021, everybody. Uh, we're going to start out with the Filippo Fast Five. So over the weekend, uh, former That 70s Show and Bond actress Tanya Roberts uh, reported to have passed away only. Um, now her reps and her friends say that's not true. She's still alive. So really? first first death that happened was her this year. And then, uh, yep. So good news. She's still alive. Uh, don't know. I think she was just like in a little deep coma. But nonetheless, <laughs> that's good. Tanya Roberts is still alive. Right. Midge. The good old Midge. Uh, sad news for me, 
good news for her. Emma Stone is pregnant, expecting her first child with husband Dave McCrary, who is a Saturday Night Live writer. So, um, the, my friends know, like, I have a big crush on Emma Stone, but good what? on her. Good on her. <laughs> Lori Laughlin wants to get her life back and start working again following her prison release. Do you know her prison release was only two months? I mean, her prison sentence was two months. I know, that's ridiculous. Like, uh, it, was, it was hard time. Her husband's still in prison, though. <laughs> on, other, on other nudes. Uh, Doctor Who star Jodie Whittaker is going to leave after next season. Whittaker has played the Time Lord in the long-running sci-fi show since 2018, so we'll have a uh, another person to fill the role of Doctor Who. I don't know much about it other than I know that the show's been on uh, for a long time. And Very they long. Cycle, cycle through different Doctor Whos, and the, they just keep going, so that's pretty cool. Um, and lastly, NFL legend, the franchise. Floyd Little dies at 78. He's a former Denver Bronco, and fun fact... Um, he's the reason why they stayed in Denver. Um, no had, kidding. Had he not stayed in there, um, he drew a lot of uh, uh, ratings, attentions, things like that for their uh, franchise there in Denver. And uh, had he not stayed, that probably wouldn't be. That's how he got the name, the franchise. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Now on to the entertainment news. Uh, we'll just uh, dance right briefly into the world from one Bronco to the next. But uh, John Elway uh, <laughs> removes himself from a role as Broncos GM, but will stay on as president of football operations. So while it was under a mess under Josh McDaniels' watch back in 2010, Elway came in with no experience and brought the Broncos back to relevancy. Uh, a couple of highlights uh, that I, I found interesting was... Um, through 2015, he was uh, one of the most winning GMs. Uh, he gave us uh, 90 wins. They doesn't have all the stats here, <laughs> unfortunately. I've read has some of the stats. Yeah, it's got some, but not all the cool stats that I liked. But, well, the, uh, the big one is a Super Bowl win with Peyton Manning. Yeah, he got us to two Super Bowls. Peyton Manning. We were a playoff team for five years. Playoffs? Uh, <laughs> Don't talk about playoffs. We had 96 wins. Playoffs? Um, but uh, unfortunately, you know, it's not unfortunate. I think it's his time. So yeah. good to vacate. I'm um, excited to see who they bring in. I'm hoping Peyton Manning comes in. Fingers that's, crossed. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Uh, but on to actual entertainment news. Um, so the DCEU obviously is back on with the six, you know, uh, with the excitement of Justice League and uh, Wonder Woman 84 came out. So now they're like, okay, well, maybe we could still salvage this thing. Um, so they, they have announced while we were on our break that Batman will exist in two different universes in the DCEU. And one of them will obviously be Robert Pattinson's, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, the second one, surprisingly enough, it's going to be Michael Keaton. He'll be returning back to be Batman in a different franchise, more of the older Bruce Wayne type thing uh but i'm not sure they'll introduce him when the flash movie comes out so um great to have michael keaton back as batman yeah my hope is that uh you know obviously he's slated for the flashpoint movie which uh he'd probably be more of a um just bruce wayne mentor role but my hope is that he plays the older bruce wayne for a batman begins series that would be <clears throat> that, awesome yeah yeah, I just think it's cool that he's going back to it. Like, he's, uh, he's just like, yeah, I'd go back to that. It's like, all part of the plan. He's a fantastic Batman. Now, for the DCE universe, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna discuss movies on here later uh, for 2021, but uh, or for 2020. Not uh, on this one. But... Uh, I, all right. <laughs> I just gotta say with the DCEU, I don't know if you saw. Uh, well, you watched Wonder Woman 84. Oh, watched the Christmas Day. Yeah, day it came out. Um, I don't know. Well, the movie uh, I didn't write a review because I'm gonna see it one more time and go see it in theaters while I'm out here. Uh, but my initial response to that was it wasn't that great. It's just <laughs> it was okay. Well, it, for me, you know, the the first one was gritty and uh, had humorous parts to it, but it sort of followed along that Zack Snyder feel. Whereas this one, you know, it's set in the '80s, which is you know sort of a neon decade anyway. But it felt cheesy and campy all the way up until the last 20 minutes where it finally got that gritty and humorous side that we expected from the first one. Um, I, that That's just yeah. sort of my take on it. And I kind of felt like they wasted the 80s thing here, too. Oh, totally. Yeah, like there was rarely any 80s music. It didn't feel 80s. It just looked like they dressed 80s. It was very cheesy. Right. Well, and the big thing was that part of it took place in a mall during the 80s and that was really the only 80s thing about it. Yeah, that was all. And some break dancing. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of 80s. And parachute pants. <laughs> right. A Rubik's Cube movie is in development, and uh, we are puzzled. Hollywood Say is, what? scrapping the bottom of the barrel these days as they look for movie ideas. Uh, note to self, pitch scrapping the barrel of the movie. Okay. Sure, just not read that. Thanks, Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron, I'm Ron Burgundy. Burgundy. <laughs> With films based on everything from Monopoly to Clue in stages of development, the next retro game craze coming to theaters looks to be Rubik's Cube. Endeavor Content and Hyde Park are pursuing a big screen take on the Puzzle Cube that does not unlock hell. For that, see Hellraiser. There is little information about Rubik's Cube as far as the plot goes, but it may actually follow the invention of the device by Erno Rubik in 1974, or could even chronicle the world of professional speed cubers that have been a staple of YouTube videos for several years now. Whatever the case, let's hope this project is closer to the Queen's Gambit rather than Battleship. <laughs> well, and that's the point I was going to bring up is, you know, they did Battleship, which was a terrible, terrible movie. They tried to make it like the Michael Bay Transformers, and it was so bad. But what I've heard about this Rubik's movie is that it's more of a biopic about its invention, the guy who invented it, and uh, everything surrounding that. So that might be, you know, if you like those more serious dramas like The Imitation Game or The Queen's Gambit, that might be more along the lines of what to expect from this. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, maybe. I don't know if you're into that. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't really pique my interest, you know, because there's a Tetris movie coming out, too. Yeah. Um, so the next one here is uh, uh, the domestic 2021 box office. Weekend one. The first weekend this year for the box office. I'm only going to give you a... Uh, uh, top five. I don't think we need a top ten because there wasn't much that came out, much. right? No, the top, the the ones in the 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 bottom five are all movies that have been there. Um, so we'll go. Obviously, Wonder Woman. Uh, its total gross so far is twenty eight thousand five hundred in two weeks release. It's down sixty seven percent from last week, but it did also come out during a Christmas weekend. A little more. Uh, did you say it only made twenty eight thousand five hundred? 28, sorry, 28 million. Million, okay. Yeah, 28 million, 5,000, yeah, yeah. 500,000, yeah, okay. Yeah, 500,000. That, that sounds yeah, a little yeah, more. Yeah, sounds more. 28,000 total gross would be pretty weak. You ain't going to make their money back for sure. The Crudes are still growing strong. Number two at the 34 million. Uh, it's up 27%. 
News of the World. Uh, I have no idea about that movie. Five million. Uh, Monster Hunter is made is total <laughs> at six point two million. It's up fifteen percent. And Fatal is three point eight nine million. So uh, those are your top five for this weekend or this last weekend's box office. Uh, I expect Wonder Woman to kind of be hovering up there for a little while because mm-hmm. um, now, like Colorado theaters open this week, uh, so those will. Hopefully draw some more interest because I have not seen theaters because theaters have been closed. And then not uh, here. Yeah, definitely. And you know what's exciting is next week the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, returns to TV. So now that the calendar reads January, the debut of WandaVision is just days away. In fact, the release date of the upcoming Disney Plus series falls on January 15th. So the MCU officially returns with new content next week. Um, it would have been 18 months since uh, we last saw, well, I think it was Spider-Man um, Far From Home mm-hmm. was the last in the MCU that we saw because we had the awesome Endgame. Then a couple months later, we got that. And then we were all curious to see what Phase 4 was going to bring. Well, Phase 4 starts next week. So we're <laughs> finally getting there. Um, we were already supposed to have Black Widow and the Eternals out by now. Yeah. but. Obviously, that all got pushed back. So I'm excited that WandaVision's coming out. It looks fun and trippy and weird. and It, it, it really looks good. does, yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year. you got Black Widow. You've got Captain Falcon. Uh, Captain Falcon? Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's F-Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you got that in March. You've got uh, Loki in May. you got Black Widow in May. Uh, you still get uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and the Eternals this year, and possibly the third Spider-Man in December, if all goes well. So, Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, there's a lot there. And uh, I'll have to cheat, so breaking character here for a second. I normally have a time clock to know when I'm out, so I don't see that. Oh, we've got a minute 30, so... Okay, so uh, give me like a thumb, like like a hand gesture like yeah two give, minutes <laughs> yeah give me something so i know not to ramble because i'll ramble this is just side things i normally have a counter so i know when to kind of shut up but uh, on here um we're gonna call this the uh the food part of the entertainment news before we go into the birthdays interesting um yeah so i've talked about in and out burger we've talked about the mcrib well mcdonald's is ready to go to war chicken war that is with popeyes and wendy's I'm surprised it doesn't say Chick-fil-A, but it says Popeyes and Wendy's. Okay. Well, McDonald's is taking aim at Popeyes and Wendy's. They are adding three new sandwiches, joining the menu nationally soon. The company made it clear uh, to its investors that it wants to make the McChicken journey. Okay, that's kind of a cruddy, <laughs> cruddy thing there. But uh, it's going to have a basic crispy chicken sandwich. Um, and then it wants to add um, crinkle cut pickles on there. It's going to add a spicy chicken sandwich with spicy pepper sauce. And then a deluxe chicken sandwich, which includes Roma tomatoes, pickles, lettuce, and a bun. So basically, they're just giving you new names. They're also going to keep spicy chicken McNuggets. Uh, they're going to bring that back. And they're going to add new spicy, the mighty hot sauce as well. So they're looking to get in the game of chicken. So if you're a chicken fan, McDonald's now has options, but it's kind of tough when you have a Popeyes and Chick-fil-A, my opinion. The best. Yeah, the so Wendy's and McDonald's are kind of like your B-rate players. If you're there like, and you don't want to eat one of their burgers or something, there you go. But that, <laughs> Yummy! That'll be the food 
news today, and then let's roll on into those birthdays. They're small today, so. It's my birthday! <laughs> All right! This uh, Laguna Hills is still smoking, just not with smoking Jay Cutler anymore. Kristen Cavallari is 34. Fun fact, she's born in Denver. Uh, this frosty little number is an American delight. January Jones is 43. Uh, this beautiful person told the sweet dreams are made of these and it's obscene to be at a mob scene. Marilyn Manson is 52. And no, he's not the kid from Mr. Belvedere. This rocket- Or Wonder Years. Or Wonder Years. <laughs> That's right. He was like one or the other, right? Exactly. Uh, this Rocket Wolf Pack member is never too hungover to let out his raccoon. Bradley Cooper is 46. That was really a terrible punning. But happy birthday, you filthy animals. Just four today. Just four. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it's Tuesday, so we've got Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 5th. Now we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio or on Instagram or Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.Sanfilippo. That's S-A-N. F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. Now it is Tuesday as we do on Tuesdays. We like to take you through Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now RoughRiders.org is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of at-risk dogs from the rural kill shelters into the local metro area working with local shelters and uh, rescue groups in order to find them homes give them a second chance at life for more information head over to roughriders.org that's r-u-f-f writers.org or on facebook at facebook.com forward slash rough writers saves and without further ado let's head on into animal tales dogs and the cats they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles the donkey prays and the bony neighs the old gray badger sighs listen to the bass it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the bait to do and the old cow just goes moo the old cow just goes moo <laughs> All right, first up in Animal Tales. Yeah! Apparently there's uh, not much to do up in uh, Cardston, Alberta, Canada. A horse trainer from Cardston, Alberta rode a buffalo to the supermarket on December 29th. The video shows Joel Leibert strapping a saddle to and mounting Indy, the bison, and then riding the wild beast to the grocery store. Leibert told Storyful he is a professional horse trainer and has a specialty act where he performs at rodeos and fairs on his Texas Longhorn and Buffalo. 
He said, it has always been a dream of mine to train a buffalo to ride. I've always esteemed it as the pinnacle of being a cowboy. There's never a dull moment when riding a buffalo. Leibert said there was no shortage of spectators and onlookers on the ride to the grocery store with people slowing down to take pictures and videos. Now I'm gonna post the video up on our Facebook page for everybody to check out, but uh, yeah, he's riding a buffalo on the streets. And of course, at first the buffalo does not seem too happy about it. <laughs> Finally gets into the groove and they're, you know, trucking along, it follows him to the store. He posts, uh, you know, he puts the uh, buffalo up to a lamppost where if the buffalo really wanted to, he could yank the whole thing down. But uh, got his groceries, headed on back just before uh, it started getting dark, which right now in Alberta, Canada, that's probably, what, 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. But uh, made his way back, and somehow it became viral that uh, this guy rode a bison to the, uh, to the grocery store. Why is it that I picture Brett the Hitman Hart doing that? <laughs> I mean, whenever you hear Alberta, Canada, I think growing up as a wrestling fan, that's where Brett Hart's from. So I just picture him on there. Yeah, <laughs> not so much. The best but... bison there is, the best bison there was, and the best bison there ever will be. Well, that might be true, <laughs> but yeah. So in this case, this uh... little bison is called Hitman. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just having a little fun. Of course, you know, had somebody who was following him with a video camera. Had it go viral, and you know, it's just a fun little story about animals in 2020. Obviously, we're looking forward to 2021. But let's move on with our next story in Animal Tales, shall we? So this one, while the other one was lighthearted and fun, this one goes to prove that cats really do have nine lives. A small cat is recovering at a BC SPCA branch in northern BC, British Columbia, after being run over by a vehicle along an icy winter road. The incident happened earlier in December when a semi-truck driver saw what he thought was a dark spot along the road ahead, only to find out it was a tortoiseshell cat struggling to stay alive after being run over by an oncoming vehicle. Thankfully, the kind-hearted truck driver came to a halt and went out into the cold to investigate. He was shocked to see that despite the direct hit, she was, uh, <laughs> excuse me, she was clean to life, although unable to move. It's believed the female cat had been wandering and became hypothermic before collapsing in the middle of the road where she became frozen to the pavement. So not only was she essentially frozen, she was run over, but once in the care of BC SPCA in Fort St. John, where the cat was given fluids and placed in a warming tent, she gradually became bright and alert, allowing the staff to continue their assessment of her other serious injuries, which include a severely fractured knee, skin moods, and road rash. The estimated cost ongoing for care is $2,500. Boy, that seems inexpensive if you've ever been to the vet. The cat, which doesn't have a name yet, is extremely friendly. It was purring and needing the vet's smocks as soon as she began to recover from her hypothermia. She's gentle and trusting despite her injuries. Her badly broken leg does not stop her from trying to investigate her new surroundings and seek attention from anyone who will stop to see her. It's unclear when it will be up for adoption, but people can submit a possible name for the cat on the agency's website. The BC SPCA has made a call out for donations to help pay for the cat's care. Roughly $15,000 has been raised as of noon Thursday. Dang. Which is fantastic to take care of this little cat. Very sweet. Again, I'm going to post it up on our Facebook page for everybody to check out. But uh, cats really do have nine lives. They it's really crazy. do. And well, on top of that, well, I'm not a big cat fan or anything. I don't hate them, but it's not in particular 
uh, a cat guy, you don't ever want to hear that about any animal. That's terrible. Exactly. Now, I would name him rugby. <laughs> rugby. I don't know why. Tough, rugged. I like it. Yeah. I like it. You should submit it'd be, it. Uh, it'd be through. insensitive if you called if you called the cat rash. Right. It's funny before you said that. Roadster. I was thinking, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move Too on soon. to our final story in Animal Tales. <laughs> this one might hit a little close to home for you, Tone. Residents of a Queens neighborhood are dealing with a squirrely threat. Denizens of the New York City borough's Rigo Park neighborhood say an aggressive squirrel has jumped on them and bitten them in the past several weeks. Michelin Frederick pointed out, uh, pointed to a bruise on her wrist where she said the squirrel landed on her and then sank its teeth into her fingers and hand. She said, we're wrestling in the snow and there's blood everywhere and my fingers get chewed and it won't let go. Eventually it just stopped and I was a big bloody mess. A photo Frederick says she took after the attack shows a snowy pathway covered in blood. This was an MMA cage match and I lost, she added. Two other neighbors told WCBS the squirrel had jumped on them, seemingly unprovoked. These squirrels are aggressively going after people, Vinati Singh said. The city's Department of Health advised the neighbors to hire a licensed trapper, but the large metal traps have not yet captured any squirrels. The reason for the squirrel or squirrels Aggressive behavior is not clear. Small rodents like squirrels rarely test positive for rabies and are not known to have transmitted it to humans, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Now, Tony, I know you've had your own squirrely situation uh, fairly recently, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's been within the year. I actually pictured my uh, friend Brittany. She uh, came to work and she was late one day and her excuse was she got a she got chased and attacked by a squirrel, and at the time I laughed about it because I was like, "That's ridiculous." I mean, I'm glad you're okay. And she goes, "No, I'm serious. Like, there is this squirrel, and I hate squirrels. They're freaking evil." She said completely different words, but whatever you want there. <laughs> and uh, you know, and I gotta tell you, after having squirrels in the attic, the uh, mama squirrel, that thing was definitely pissed that we trapped uh, the squirrels. You know, I, I, we got a professional trapper, sealed it up so they couldn't get in the uh, basement or the attic upstairs. And uh, that mama squirrel, I remember it coming to the front door or the back door I was eating and I had my screen door open and it was just staring watching me from the tree. It would just <laughs> stare and watch. And then it came up to the door and it just stared at me. It was like, bah, bah. like it would just chip away. like. And then I felt bad. I was like, well, it's a mama squirrel and there's a bunch of baby squirrels up there. And so everyone's like, you're mean. You got to get the baby squirrels out. Well, there was no baby squirrels. No, no. When uh, they trapped it, the big squirrels didn't leave. And I'm telling you, they pulled five squirrels like that Whoa. big. Uh, see, the I can't know the screen is there. Five that big. Just crazy. So I forget <laughs> I'm watching a delayed version of us down here. And I go, why aren't I doing this? Move your hands, San Filippo. But yeah, squirrels don't like them. Yeah. Cute from afar, just evil. Evil, <laughs> evil incarnate. Evil. Well, folks, that does it for this edition of Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. When we come back, we've got a segment called You're So Dumb 2020 Edition. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few.
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 5th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Shower. Show? Shower? 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 From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer. Nope, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> About 20 in all. <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Obviously, this is the first episode back after about two weeks off for the holiday break. So we're still finding our groove a little bit, but we are looking back at 2020. And in this case, we're looking at You're So Dumb 2020 edition. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> I'm uh, going to run down some of the uh, dumbest posts that people have put on social media over 2020. And, uh, you know, people are, are just truly dumb. For instance, this person who uh, decided to share their grief says, uh, turns out you can't dry plates in a dryer. And of course, it shows an open dryer with broken, shattered plates everywhere. And uh, you know what? You can't dry plates in a dryer because uh, that tumble dry will uh, just wreak havoc on it. Yeah. Like that one's ridiculous. Like, who would who? <laughs> they had to be. They got to be alcoholics or uh, on drugs or something. I don't know. It, obviously, that's one of those mistakes you make once and you learn from. But that's a pretty big mistake. That's a. I don't know. I, I've never ever thought about doing that. Nope. No. That person did. Oh, yikes. Mm. Well, at least they're not trying to uh, wash their clothes in the dishwasher. That yeah. would be. Yeah. Vastly different. Yeah. Let's move on with You're So Dumb 2020 edition. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Here's a social media post of uh, somebody obviously on safari. Don't know if they're in Africa or they went to you know the San Diego Safari Zoo. But uh, they're sitting there and uh, a giraffe decided to uh, stick its head in, nuzzle with the uh, person in the photo. Very cute pictures. And of course, the caption says, elephants are harmless. I was trying to figure that out. So for those that are watching along and you see me look off to the side, I can see Christian's screen. So I can actually see what he's talking about. And I was wondering, like, okay, well, where's the elephant? Well, there you go. <laughs> well, apparently this person's so dumb that they th thought the giraffe was the elephant. Uh, <laughs> big difference between a long neck and a long nose. <laughs> Here's one that comes, could probably qualify for our words are hard, but uh, definitely falls into. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Person put on uh, social media. I just realized that Atlanta spelled, uh, is spelled the same forward as backwards. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, backwards, it would be at Nalta. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they're not going to at Nalta. At Nalta AG. Where's that? Right, it's Atlanta, Georgia. It's just from reverse. <laughs> At Nalta Ag. At Nalta Ag. <laughs> Let's move on with uh, You're So Dumb. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Here's somebody on social media obviously celebrating that they beat a, a, 
a, a tragic disease, says, I'm cancer-free, big letters, exclamation marks all over the place, to which somebody replies, how the F do you change a zodiac sign? <laughs> and then they respond, I'm literally so effing stupid, my effing God, never mind, forgive me. Obviously, they didn't realize that they beat the disease cancer, not that they changed their zodiac sign to well, be a Pisces or a... And my thought, too, is instead of acknowledging that you're so effing dumb, why didn't you just delete the comment? Right. Like, I would have just been like, ooh, deleted. <laughs> well, maybe they did afterwards, and, but luckily somebody grabbed a screenshot just in if time. You, if you did a little poll with people... Like, if you say the word cancer, the first thing that comes to your mind is legit cancer, not the Zodiac one. Right. You know, <laughs> that, that's like secondary. Uh, but that's why we do this feature, because there are so many people who are so dumb, especially in the year 2020, which is why we're doing. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. <laughs> You have this one, uh, it's a text exchange for sales. My guess is somebody posted something on Craigslist or, or one of those types of sites and people are trying to negotiate. First person says, would you accept $500? To which the other person replies, no, sorry. Current offer on the table is 675. To which the original poster puts table. I'm interested in the washer and dryer. It's a figure of speech. Yeah. 675 on the table means that they're negotiating, not that they're looking to buy a table, but uh, you know what? People are dumb. Yeah. You guys got any more of those uh, washing dryers? It's what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, here's one for, uh, oof. well, you, you've heard about uh, hairy palms. What about, uh, <laughs> what about grassy palms? You have a sign that says, please wear a mask and use the hand fertilizer. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm okay wearing the mask, but you start asking me to use uh, fertilizer, that's kind of where I'm drawing the line. I don't know about you. That might kill some bacteria. Yeah. It might also uh, peel the flesh off your hands and who knows what else. Some of that stuff is strong. Plants versus zombies. <laughs> Plants become zombies. Yeah. I don't know. Anything could happen in 2021. Who knows? But let's please, move on. Please be a good year. Oh, please. So far, so good. I was going to say, odd years are usually not good for me, but we'll see. <laughs> Evens are good, although just not odds. Well, maybe you were bucking that trend, turning yeah, things around. I hope so. Well, let's move on. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Here's another text exchange. Original person says, what's your major? Person replies, IT in capital I, capital T, to which the original poster responds, like the clown. No, not Pennywise from It. IT. <laughs> Hiya, Georgie. Internet technology. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What'd you major in? Uh, red balloons, hide dead sewers. Mur murdering children. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's another one that would probably fall under uh, words are hard. Person puts, puts, owning a camera doesn't make you a paragraph. That's true. Owning a camera does not make you a paragraph, but I'm pretty sure they meant photographer, which is very different than the paragraph. Paragraph, I just want your paragraph. <laughs> I don't need your paragraph. <laughs> Look at this paragraph. <laughs> Every time your sentence makes me laugh. 
<laughs> oh, people really are. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. <laughs> wow. Uh, here's people, again, not understanding how things in the world work. Puts, ain't had time to play on my phone because I work 24-7, five days a week. Let that one sink in there, folks. Just a little bit. I ain't got times because I only work five days a week, but that's 24-7. See, the other two days, well, I play Xbox. <laughs> not on my phone. But not on my phone. See, I ain't got time for my phone. 24-7. That's what I meant. <laughs> Holla. Yeah. Yeah, the 7 and 24-7 means the number of days in a week, which means yeah. you can't have five days a week if you're working 24-7. But people are dumb. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. And, and that would there would be no physical way you could work 24-7 anyways, because if you worked 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you'd literally be dead. Yeah, no sleep. No sleep will eventually no get you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this one, somebody not exactly sure how pregnancy works. Person puts, well, how long would the pregnancy take if she had twins? To which somebody replies, well, nine months plus nine months equals 19 months. First of all, your math is off because nine plus nine is 18. And secondly, same gestation period. It's just nine months for twins. Kind of like the whole adage, you can't, you can't make a baby in the hot tub. Like you just can't. <laughs> Tony, do you know for a fact you can? <laughs> I don't know for a fact. Let's hope not. There's a little Tony runner around there somewhere, a little hot tub baby. No, what was that? And, uh, where, where were the two wolf chicks from? <laughs> uh, ooh. Uh, um, uh, I wanted to say Athens. That's not right. No. I forget. Uh, Argentina? No, uh, no. It was your Austria. There you go. <laughs> two little girls. My daddy, Tony. There was the wild man in Las Vegas. And uh, I don't know why I'm talking. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger only because he's from Austria. <laughs> and the Czechs from Austria probably talk like this too. They just talk like this. Uh, but they're very hard huh? to talk like this. <laughs> Uh, let's move on with you're so dumb. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. 19 months. What a, what a genius. <laughs> Here's one for, you know, we don't talk about religion a whole lot, but, uh, you know, there are a certain sector of people that feel that the uh, earth is only 2,000 years old, to which they write, Dear atheists, how is it that cavemen survived the asteroid, but the dinosaurs didn't? To which somebody replies, well, social distancing. They stayed about yeah, 65 million years apart. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just a funny response. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they weren't around at the same time, despite what the crudes would have you think. Yeah. <laughs> Do they ever prove the theory? It was an asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs. I don't know. Like that's just, I always thought that was just a theory, but yeah. Who knows? We'll have to uh, ask a uh, anthropologist. Yeah. And then finally, in you're so dumb. You are really dumb for real. <laughs> oh, you have this genius who says I accidentally broke my thermometer and this liquid came out. It's so fun to play with. Yeah, don't be playing with mercury or else you will be the person in that other post talking about having cancer and not the zodiac wow. sign. <laughs> well, folks, that does it for the first hour, but there's still plenty of show ahead. Uh, when you come back, we've got a little bit of looking back on 2020 with Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids and Florida Man 2020 editions. Folks, we'll see you in about seven minutes.
January 5th, we're your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing in the second hour now? Hey, doing good, man. It's it's a little weird not uh, having the tea and the zip fizz and all that stuff, but uh, <laughs> you know, I'll give it a give it a couple of days. I, I might have to do a tea run or something. Uh, we've got tea here, so uh, we can definitely set Ship you up with that. <laughs> you know, one of the coolest things I got for Christmas, believe it or not, uh, my sister. She notices on the show that I drink tea every day. She said, hey, what tea do you drink? And I said, well, the one I currently am drinking is the Yogi tea, which <clears throat> the Yogi brand, and they have like the little saying on mm. like a fortune cookie. Um, so for Christmas, she got me this big box and it had like, I don't know, eight or nine boxes of Yogi tea. So I have a whole thing of tea. And then what was cool too, is she got me like these delicious big thing of honey sticks like different flavors of honey you just cut it because uh, i always put honey in the tea so i can keep the throat soothing for the radio show while i talk um plus you know it's it a little colder warm tea uh with some honey is always nice so it's great because you just put it in stir it in awesome awesome gift sis love it very cool yeah. very cool well uh, we don't have yogi tea here but we've got a couple different yogi. ones so <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to try those out, but uh, Tony is live and in studio, so we don't have that half-second delay that we normally get through Zoom when he's over in Colorado, yeah. and he'll be joining me for the rest of this week, and then I think Monday, maybe Monday. Tuesday. Um, don't know what time your flight is going back, but... Yeah, we should be able to pull Tuesday off. Cool. We'll figure that, it out. Yeah, we'll let yeah. you guys know. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, yeah, this, yeah. this is normally the interactive portion of the show where we solicit phone calls, but because it is a retrospective look Looking back at 2020, we decided to take some of our weekly bits and look back at some of the best of those, including this one, which is Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. <laughs> All right. Oh, so going through here, I was really hoping to find something along the lines of like the most darndest things that the kids have done in 2020 or more what their thought of 2020 was. Like, I'd love to hear a kid's perspective of what 2020 was for like they're the ones that are going to school was it fun uh, was it cool you know like some of my nephew that could just sit in bed and do his spanish test it seemed pretty cool for him yeah like pretty chill so on this one though <clears throat> these are the best these are i'm not gonna read all 50 but they're <laughs> the 50 best parenting tweets of the year of just the crazy wacky things that the kids 
<laughs> do or say, and if some sound familiar from this bit, well, it is the 50 best. So here we go. All right. All right. So Brian Keffer on Twitter says, my seven-year-old put on a suit for his class, for his Zoom class this morning. My wife told me I needed to go see it, so I popped my head in to grab a pic. He was concerned I was going to interrupt me, and he flashed me the call hand signal. One of these, okay? <laughs> it took everything I had not to bust out laughing. And to picture it, he looked like Boss Baby. He's like in a total three-piece suit. Room is messy, but man, he is in front of that computer. He is dressed up. His hair is wild, but he's he means business. Now, did he it's do like the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. yeah. Did he do what most of us do on the Zoom calls, where uh, we're dressed up real nice on the top and then wearing sweatpants or nothing at all on the bottom? It, it cuts it off because he's sitting down. Okay. He's probably wearing some like jams, but from the top up, he looks very professional. All right. All right. So, so that's a good one. Um, McNess on Twitter says, somehow I've lucked out and have an eight-year-old who thinks secretly reading under the covers past her bedtime is an act of rebellion, and it hasn't yet occurred that her flashlights never seem to run out of batteries. <laughs> That's great. Encouraging your kids to read is always a good thing, especially if uh, they think that they're doing it against your will. Yeah, it's just funny, man. Just some of the things kids do. Um, at Best Bell... There are times when I kiss and hug my son because I love him. And there are times I do it. So 70 years from now, he doesn't run for presidency out of... Oh, okay, never mind. I'm going to stop that one. I like where I was going. Sorry. I just I picked a random one and I... Never mind. We're going to squash that one because... <laughs> yeah, it's too political for my uh, taste there. But Rewind. This one's, but this one's also from Best Bell. And this one is one I'm willing to read. All right. <laughs> My dad has been doing a huge amount of childcare for us in quarantine. So I'm delighted to announce my one-year-old baby gestures and shrugs like a 64-year-old Jewish man. Hey, <laughs> hey. That's it. You know, that's what you get, you know, when dad's been helping out. So, you know, you're going to mimic what grandpa does. You're like, hey. <laughs> You want some locks? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, David? He's the president. <laughs> we just watched that the other day. The <laughs> What's this with me? Ah, it's the president. You punch the president? <laughs> oh my God, what the hell, child. The news says it's more sanitary to sneeze into an elbow. Me. They mean your own elbow. That's Rod, <laughs> Lacro Lod Rod Lacroix. Lacroix. Lacroix on Twitter. Gross. Kid, could you imagine, kid? What you? What the hell, man? Uh, at Colder Than Ice on Twitter, my coworker keeps farting, asking for my lunch and playing on his tablet while I do all the work. I went to HR and they said, just leave my grandbaby alone. This is ghetto. And it's a little picture of this cute little girl on her tablet. Uh, just great. Wait, Thudge. I wonder if her uh, co-worker ever said this. I pooped my pants. <laughs> I could tell by the happy smile on that kid's face. She cr probably currently had poop in her pants <laughs> at that time. And Tony, I think we've got time for one more for one Silly Rabbit. This more. bit is for kids. Okay. Okay. The silence after your kid falls over is the worst. Because they're either absolutely fine or filling their lungs with enough air to mimic an air raid siren. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, you always know that build up to that. It is that look like, oh God, you're good. You're good. You're all right. You're all right. <laughs> Walk it off. Yeah. Rub some dirt into it. <laughs> nope. 
the undying air raid siren. <laughs> I pictured that so well. Oh, and it happens to every parent and every kid for that matter. Well, folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This is for Kids 2020 edition. When we come back, we've got Florida Man 2020 Whoa. edition. <laughs> folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 5th. This is normally the time where I'd say we are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic, the interactive portion of the show, but not today. We're looking back at 2020, running down some of our favorite bits, uh, looking at the best of those bits. For instance, we just did Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids, and we're about to uh, delve into America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. Now, before we get to Florida Man 2020 edition, wanted to give you guys a heads up for tomorrow's call-in topic, giving you time to call in give your suggestions, give your thoughts. In this case, we're gonna be talking about New Year's resolutions. Obviously, you know, we're just starting the new year. What's your resolution? Do you believe in resolutions? And if not, what do you do just to try and better yourself? To do that, call into the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. But again, that is for tomorrow's call-in topic. Today, we're taking a look back at America's penis and the strange things that happen down there. It is time for Florida Man 2020 edition. Oh, good for you. All right. It is uh, one of our favorite segments that we did all year. It's Florida Man. Now, Florida Man definitely didn't let 2020 slow him down. No, here's everything that Florida Man did this year. And if some sound familiar, remember, this is like a best of list. So some of these stories are okay to repeat. The best of the best, best. of the best. Florida Man versus the wild. A Florida Man survives alligator, alligator, words are hard. Florida man survives alligator attack by poking at its eyes. He was left with 65 stitches. Mark Johnson, 61, lived his entire life around alligators. That's why he was so surprised when one tried to grab him and drag him into the canal behind southeastern Port St. Lucie home. Johnson managed to grab, get the gator let go of his arm by digging both of his index fingers into the reptile's eye sockets. Ouch. Ooh, even then he felt lucky to get away alive. Uh, once, once bitten by an alligator, a Florida man gets bit by an eight-foot lemon shark. Justin Stuhler was on vacation in the Florida Keys when his family went with his family when he tangled with an eight-foot lemon shark. Stuhler looks at the encounter with the lemon shark as just another Florida experience. It was the best way to have a bad experience. You know, he got bit. Yeah. Now let me ask: Was it an adult shark or was it a? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a baby shark. That's probably why he walked away. No big deal. Right. No big deal. 
Leopard Malls, who, a man who paid $150 for a full contact experience at a backyard zoo. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. In South Florida backyard zoo, a man was mauled by a captive black leopard after he paid $150 for a full contact experience to play with the leopard and take pictures. The owners of the licensed animal sanctuary were charged by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in unsafe condition. Could you imagine you just go to a neighbor's house? Yeah, you want to uh, come take a picture with my leopard? His name is Death. He will leave you with one arm. <laughs> well, it, it amazes me that people think are, are surprised when they go for a full contact experience and surprise, surprise, they get mauled. Yeah, this is a wild animal. Herbert, no. <laughs> oh, Florida man gives Valentine's Day gifts she will never forget. He named a shark after her. Jim Cokey of Vieta named a great white shark after his wife, Colleen. He saw the shark on a group charter with Walker Dave's with Walker dive charters out of Riviera Beach with 10 other divers. When the Massachusetts Division of Marine Fisheries Shark Research Program checked their database for known sharks, this was one unknown and available to name. So, okay. And named his wife after. Yeah, EB, <laughs> but I named a shark after you. So when Colleen comes at Colin and they says, smile, you son of a bitch. Just worry, you're not the bitch. It's just a line from Jaws. That's all I mean by that. <laughs> now, my question is, obviously, she named this great shark, great white shark after her wife, but was there perhaps a um, shark to name after his baby? A Florida man saved his dog from an alligator jaws. The rescue was caught on camera. Thanks to the project between the Florida Wildlife Federation and the F-Stop Foundation called Sharing the Landscape, a camera was placed in Richard Wilbank's Estero backyard to document wildlife in the area. The camera caught footage of Wilbank saving his three-month-old puppy, Gunner, from an alligator who has since recovered from the puncture wound. Oh, well, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. One. Good, oh, good for good you. Good one to tie with that, right? Yeah. Florida man and the law. Florida man buys a Porsche with check printed from home computer. In addition to purchasing a Porsche 911 Turbo from a dealership in Destin, a Florida man also tried to buy Rolex, Rolex watches in Miramar Beach with a bad check. The man told investigators he printed out the cashier's check at home from a computer and did not get them from his bank. And he also thought he was Ric Flair. Oh, of course. Yeah, stupid is, Flair. stupid does, sir. Feds charged Florida man with fraud from buying a Lamborghini with COVID-19 relief funds. Uh, he paid, he received $3.9 in loans from the Paycheck Protection Program to buy himself, among other things, a Lamborghini sports car. The 29-year-old Miami man was charged with one count of bank fraud, one count of making false statements, um, and one count of engaging in transactions and law, unlawful proceeds. Okay. Way to go, a-hole! Florida man steals parrot from a pet store by putting the bird in his pocket. A man with Disney tattoos was arrested after he stole a parrot named Lapis from a Venice pet store by putting the bird in his shorts pocket. The incident was captured on security video. Bah, Disney! Bah, pocket! <laughs> Venice Beach! Ah. <laughs> Tony, is that a parrot in your pocket, or are you just happy to see him? No, it's a parrot! I have a parrot! Lapis! <laughs> I don't know why we would name a parrot Lapis. Yarr! 
Florida man tried to escape cops by stripping naked. Ribeyes fell out of his pants. <laughs> oh, this is that guy that stole from Costco. That's right. <laughs> yeah. A shoplifting suspect trying to get away from a grocery store stripped naked and states stumbled out of his pants. Police said 28-year-old man uh, stole four packs of ribeye steaks valued at $41.24. Tony, is that a T-bone in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Oh, yeah. No, it's really just a T-bone, I'm hungry. Florida man attacked a tow truck driver with a pair of nunchucks. All right, Michelangelo. Defending his Kia Spectra from being towed in Tallahassee parking garage, Florida man attacked the truck driver with a pair of nunchucks and fled the scene. Unleash the beast. This is my Kia Spectra. Get away. This is mine. Florida man accused of hacking into voter database to change Governor Ron DeSantis' address. 20-year-old Florida man left Governor DeSantis stalled when attempting to vote, accusing accused of changing the governor's address in the state's voter database. Agents said that April's man also accused the voter registrations for Rick Scott and sports celebrities Michael Jordan, LeBron James, but made no changes. Okay. Okay. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> naked man, a naked Florida man jumps from a bridge, doesn't remember the night's events. After nakedly walking across the Shamalama Ding Dong Bridge, because I can't say the word, <laughs> uh, a Florida man jumped into the Grainier Bayou despite a deputy asking him not to. Unharmed and saved by the Niceville Fire Department, uh, the man says he had no recollection of the night. And that is why you uh, don't drink and uh, get crazy. Was right? his name Tony Sanfilippo and was he in Vegas? Yeah. At a Volbeat concert? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> 2013, bring it back, baby. If I ever move to Florida, that could be a, there you go. Could be a story about me. Cops called over a woman screaming for help. Turns out it was Florida man's pet parrot. Let me out! Let me out! Oh! 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 That's what a Florida's man neighbor heard before calling 911, thinking the woman was in danger. When Palm Beach County deputies arrived to investigate, they discovered the cries were from his pet parrot, Rambo. The man, cops, and neighbor all had a good laugh. Mister, mister, get me out of here! Oh! Oh! Inconceivable! Oh, Florida man makes history. Oh, uh, that one's nice. We don't want to read that one. <laughs> I don't like nice. We like dumb. Not when it comes silly. to Florida no, man. No, that one's too nice. Florida man. Oh, no. Now they get all nice. Oh, man. They're all friendly, unfortunately, now. There's like, got to be one more in there that's just ridiculous, okay, right? Let me go. Ridiculous. Uh, Florida man. Because it's cool because now it's like Florida man saves... Um, he adopts a kid. Florida man does that. It's like, no, I want crazy. Right. I want crazy, ridiculous stories. Dang it. <laughs> not, not this. Come on, give me one. Give me one. Butter battery. Florida woman arrested for throwing butter. This is what I want. There you go. We're kicking off. Okay. Florida man challenged with a Florida woman doing what they usually do. Attack people with odd foods. Let's not generalize, but really at most times that an attack by a Florida woman will probably involve odd food stuff. This time it's butter. During an argument with her sister, a woman threw a tub of butter at her sister. She got arrested for misdemeanor and domestic battery. Uh, and she's a Domestic. Good buttery buttery domestic <laughs> oh what do we got Talk to one yeah let's do one more all right naked florida man revealed on video sneaking into restaurant and munching on ramen 
Florida man drunk and hungry. It happens to be more often than you think. A Florida man broke into a restaurant where he had beer and chicken. He wasn't the only crook on the tape, though. No, no. Another guy broke into the restaurant, got naked, and made instant ramen to eat. He brought it with him <laughs> to a <laughs> restaurant that he broke into. And that, my friends, was Florida Man 2020. Sure, there was a few nice ones, but it's all about the wacky, zany weirdos <laughs> in Florida. Oh, good for you. Ah, Florida Man never disappoints. And I'm looking forward to the slate of new ones to come out in 2021. Yes. Folks, that does it for Florida Man. When we come back, we've got 2020 in one word, company tweets that pretty well sum up uh, just how 2020 was for us. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll see you on the other side. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, January 5th. Now again, we talk about it a couple times each show and it is the way that you guys call us on any of the interactive topics. For instance, tomorrow's interactive topic is New Year's resolutions. Do you have one? Do you believe in them? And if not, why? Give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now in this segment, I uh, wanted to obviously look back at 2020 as we've been doing this entire show. And, uh, you know, I had Tony sum up 2020 in one word, which he described as crap, which I think most of us can agree with. Well, companies jumped on the bandwagon on Twitter describing 2020 in one word as they relate to the companies themselves. So I'm going to run down some of these. Tony, get your thoughts. See if uh, you understand where they were coming from based on the company that's doing it. For instance, Microsoft Edge. Obviously, it's a web browser that uh, competes with Firefox and Chrome. Their one word to sum up 2020, 404. <laughs> that's a... Uh... That's an error. That is an um, error, yeah. Yeah, for computer <laughs> coding and all that. Uh, which is very fitting considering all of the issues that came across in 2020. Here's one that's fitting, especially if you're a parent from the company Lego. Just a picture of a single red two by four block with the word ouch and an emoji yeah. of a foot. If you've ever stepped on a Lego, yeah, absolutely no. Oh. You know the pain that it brings, and they do too, and they can poke fun at it. Um, but I would say it's a good word. It's a good way to sum up twenty twenty. Yeah, right. And parents have all been there, especially if you have kids that uh, play with Legos. You know, they they hide in the carpet and they exact their revenge. Yeah. Now moving on with summing up twenty twenty in one word, you have YouTube, obviously the big video uh, uh, sharing platform. Theirs was unsubscribe which is obviously the opposite of what we want you to do on our YouTube yeah. channel. But when it comes to 2020, I think that uh, we can all thankfully unsubscribe now that we're into 2021. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely one of those where, yes, there was a lot of good moments, but if you summed up the entire year, I think for most it was, 
it was pretty rough. Yeah, it's crazy to think that uh, 2020 started out with the, the weirdest thing hat co to come out of it was Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic and the Tiger King. And then it went on to obviously coronavirus and riots and elections and all of this crazy stuff that uh, luckily, hopefully we are past now and, and moving on and life will hopefully return back to normal here sometime soon. Let's move on with 2020 summed up in one word based on company tweets. You have Adobe who makes uh, just a, a wonderful suite of creative uh, tools like Photoshop, Premiere, uh, Illustrator. There's not exactly one word, but it's uh, Control Z. Control Z is uh, when it has its issues and you need to refresh it. <laughs> yeah, Control Z is your undo button. Yeah. So if you're working on something, you want to undo the last thing you did, just hit Control Z. I think we all wish we could all undo 2020. Yeah. <laughs> this one, eh, not exactly the most clever for Target. Summing up 2020 in one word, they say uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious expiala done with this year. Yeah. Don't know what that has to do with Target. See where they're going with it, but yeah. Eh, oh well. This one is clever. IBM, obviously computer systems maker. Their one word was zero one 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 zero zero one one zero one one zero one zero one one zero one one zero one zero zero one zero one 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 zero 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 zero. Bender, are you okay? It's usually a computer glitch uh, with that. And if you spell it out, it's actually the word skip. Oh. Which I think uh, all of us would uh, appreciate having happened. Obviously, you know, Tony and I have both talked about uh, our birthdays in 2020 didn't count. So we're still technically 38. Yeah, I so. like it. 38. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Popular rideshare service Lyft describing 2020 in one word. Basically, zero out of five stars. Again, I would agree that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not hopping that ride. That's the uh, that's the Prius of Tuckwilla, Washington that I rode in with the magical white unicorn, uh, or sorry, white zombie uh, <laughs> coffee. Yeah, unfortunately, it was you who got the zero out of five stars. Uh, or no, 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 no your, was, your date was, at the yeah, time. Yeah, it was the ex-girlfriend. She got the zero and was pissed. Because uh, it was on her account. <laughs> Oh. oh yeah giving you the zero <laughs> moving on with the uh, company tweets describing 2020 in one word you have the car brand lexus who has a picture of a gas gauge with the needle all the way down to empty and of course their word is e <laughs> uh yeah pretty much especially <laughs> by the end there <laughs> Windows, who I think was probably a little late to the game based on some of the other tech question or uh, answers to this question, theirs was just delete. Delete. I think we can all want to delete it. Not all that clever though. Yeah. Not like Subway. I'm not a big fan of Subway foods, but this is a clever no. tweet of them describing 2020 in one word. That single word, long. It's fitting. $5 footlongs, Subway, 2020 definitely felt long. Uh, more fitting for Subway would have been smelly feet. <laughs> smelly feet. And that's what it smells like anytime every, you walk every in. Every time you walk in, it just smells like some sweaty, stinky feet. And it turns me off. I'm like, ooh, a sandwich. <laughs> and then I'm out. <laughs> it amazes me they continue to be as big as they are. Yeah, like I'd be, I, I just, I've been to a lot of sub shops. I love sub sandwiches. Love them. 
Um, but I got to tell you, you go in a subway and it just stinks. Right. Well, not only that, but their sandwiches, they give you a ton of bread and then just a single layer of meat. Their, their ratios are way off. Yeah, well, it's weird, too. Their cheese is cut perfectly into weird little triangles. <laughs> and they all match. It's strange. Moving on with uh, company tweets describing 2020. In one word, I think uh, probably the biggest company to come out of 2020, something we utilize on a daily basis, but not today. Zoom, their one word, unstable. And of course, if you've ever used Zoom and you haven't had the best internet connection, it'll say your internet connection is unstable oh we get that a lot and we, <laughs> off air a lot of discussions exactly is, is it you is it me <laughs> it's zoom oh tony this one's for you yay perfect oh, no. for you <laughs> mcdonald's obviously the biggest of the fast food chains them describing 2020 in a single word well tony's favorite character grimace the big purple ofi dopey character hey right out there I think that perfectly describes 2020. Oh, the Grimace. There's a pop. We were talking pop figures out of break. There's a, a, a Grimace pop, and that thing is like the ugliest thing. <laughs> Tony has a personal relationship with the Grimace yeah. that we won't get into right no. now. But uh, in that any big case. on the Grimmy. Yeah. Moving on with uh, 2020, described in one word, based on... Uh, Companies tweets, well, Call of Duty, the popular war game. Theirs was Gulag, which of course, if you are familiar with Russian Gulags, those are the prisons that are just terrible, terrible conditions. And I think it's fitting for 2020. There you go. <laughs> Pandora, the music streaming service. Theirs was Skip. Yeah. I think we all could skip. Um, boy, looking through. There's a lot of companies on there. There really are. Uh, Whole Foods Market, obviously great Whole Foods. Well, they obviously related theirs back to what they peddle, what they serve, sourdough. While sourdough is delicious, I get the fact that, uh, you know, sort of a double entendre, um, you know, meaning that 2020 was quite sour. Domino's Pizza pizza maker obviously if you don't know who they are then uh well we got bigger issues uh describing 2020 in one word theirs was crusty which gave her crusty and then just looking through i'm trying to see what the well we were just talking funko pops and to round out 2020 described in one word based on uh, uh, company tweets. Well, the brand Funko, who's known for their pops, described it as, well, funky. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Funky, funky. <laughs> Folks, that does it for 2020 in one word. Company tweets, when we come back, we're headed to the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks, to the fourth and final segment of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, the second hour. 
This is Tuesday, January 5th. Now, uh, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it is easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes, I am. And you saved us all. Unfortunately, Tony doesn't have his soundboard, so uh, we didn't get any of the fun no's or yes's. No's, or... yes, it's yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And we care so much, which is why we drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time with our reoccurring segment each day, This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. This day in 1709, the great frost begins during the night. A sudden cold snap that remain uh, that remains Europe's coldest winter ever. Thousands are killed across the continent and crops fail in France. Uh, apparently, uh, this was the inspiration for Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. What's weird in the picture, too? It looks like they're all partying on a beach and people are just dropping. Right. So it's a little strange. <laughs> the great, you know, ironically, on Emma Frost's birthday, the great Frost. There you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. This day in 1781, the British naval expedition led by famous trader Benedict Arnold burns Richmond, Virginia. Ooh. What a traitor. What a Benedict Arnold he yeah, is. Benedict Arnold. <laughs> At least later in life we'd get Benedict Cumberbatch and he's so much better. Oh, totally. Ooh, let's see if I can try to not San Filippo this word. This day in 1836, Davy Crockett arrives at Nacogdoches, Texas to aid the revolution. Nacog Nacogdoches. Here he comes, Davy Crockett. He's on his way to Nacogdoches, Texas, to aid the revolution. I'm here, Davy <laughs> Crockett. Look at my raccoon tail. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, you didn't actually go with the Davy Crockett song. No. Davy, Davy Crockett. Oh, I just whipped up my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this day in 1886, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson is published by Longman's Green and Company. Of course, uh, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, one of the famous, you know, monsters to come out of literature. And then, of course, later on, a universal movie monster that uh, I think they're working on developing a uh, new movie for them. Yeah. Well, the I like character. the whole Jekyll and Hyde's a good analogy. So if you're out there, you're dating somebody or married to somebody that has the weird mood swings, you you know, it's okay to say, Ooh, Jekyll Hyde. You probably don't ever want to say it to your person or maybe <laughs> your friends, but there are people like that. So. And there's certainly times that you think it, but you never say it. No. Especially if you want to maintain that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, who was better, Jekyll or Hyde? Like, which one was the mean one? Uh, Dr. Jekyll was the doctor, the good one, and then Mr. Hyde was the, the evil one. Okay. Let's move on. This day in 1895, French Captain Alfred Dreyfus, convicted of treason, publicly stripped of his rank, later exonerated. Hopefully he wasn't publicly stripped. That would be uh, That'd be great. He looks like a little train conductor with a little pencil stash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Oh, 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 I'm uh, Alfred Dreyfus. Uh, this is my train. Uh, doo -doo. <laughs> <laughs> 
Moving on this day in 1896, Die Presse, newspaper in Germany, publicly announces Wilhelm Röntgen's discovery of x-rays and their potential for new methods of medical diagnosis in a front page article. And of course, without x-ray, where would we be today? I mean, how many broken bones has anybody incurred? And of course, x-rays only help aid in uh, fixing those. Yeah, x-rays are excellent. Uh, my chiropractor friend, Adam, he, uh, I remember he had to get x-rays it just it made him more competitive in that in that field because then you could see more stuff well, so, that's a good idea you know and it's funny the guy in the picture uh wilhelm Orontin, he looks like uh, a little a little bit of opie from <laughs> A little crazy. Okay, okay. All right, moving on this day in 1914, industrialist Henry Ford announces his $5 minimum per day wage doubled most workers' pay. Now, obviously, there's a lot of talk about moving the minimum wage up to $15 per hour. Think about this, 1914, that's minimum $5 per day wage, not per hour. Could you imagine eight hours a day, 20, working 24-7? No way, no Dude. way. But of course, things were obviously a lot less expensive back then. But, uh, you know, he was the first one to move things forward. And honestly, I think the only yeah, way yeah. that we're going to move forward to a $15 minimum wage is if big companies start adopting it, which unfortunately I don't really see happening. So. No, it's a lot. Moving on this day in 1930, Bonnie Parker meets Clyde Barrow for the first time at Clarence Clay's house. Of course, they were the infamous gang members, Bonnie and Clyde, who were gunned down by uh, police who would, uh, I don't even know, you know how many funny? states this they went through. This is the through. first time I'm seeing uh, actual pictures of Bonnie and Clyde, well, at least in these photos. Mm. I've always had a different, like more rugged, badass version of them. It just kind of looks like she's, She's got, well, not meth. I don't think meth was a thing. She kind of looks a little out with yeah. squinty eyes. They kind of look like just punk kids. Yeah, that's it. Clyde just looks like he likes to part his hair both ways. Right. I'm well, Barrow's body. We're going to be famous, see? We're going to drive around in a little car. We're going to rob banks, see? And then you're going to get shot. I'm going to shout, and Taylor Swift's going to write a song about us, see? Who's Taylor Swift? We'll find out in the afterlife. <laughs> well, a couple of Volbeat songs, too. Yes. Yep. All right. This day, 1949, U.S. President Harry Truman labels his administration the Fair Deal. Were they truly the Fair Deal? Mm, I don't know. But I don't he, know. But he smiled nicely and he's clean cut. And he's pink. <laughs> this day, 1957, Dodgers Jackie Robinson announces his retirement rather than be traded to the New York Giants. Hey, I don't blame him. You know, you don't want to move from, uh, well, in this case, were they the Brooklyn Dodgers still, or yeah, did they, they move were. to Los Angeles yet? No. Okay, so he wouldn't have had to go far. It's still weird to me that the Dodgers and the Giants were both New York teams, and now they're both West Coast, uh, NorCal, SoCal yep. teams. It, that had the rivalry, because most of the time, it's a sin when a giant goes and becomes a Dodger. And I'm sure if a Dodger becomes a giant, but usually that doesn't happen, because who the hell leaves the Dodgers? I mean, right. as much as I hate them, they're just, they're just damn good, and they got the payroll to be that damn good. Yeah, and typically they won't trade good players, you know, within the same division. No, no unless uh, you're the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> oh my gosh, they, they're looking to trade uh, Nolan Arenado. They're humoring the idea of trading him to the Dodgers. Ooh. You're stupid if you do it. I'm telling you, I'm done with the Rockies if they do that. <laughs> Done. Moving on this day in 1959, Buddy Holly releases his last record, It Doesn't Matter. He was killed in a plane crash just 29 days later. Ah, oh, bummer. Ooh, wee, ooh. 
Nuiu. He we looks, all... <laughs> uh, looks like Finn Wolfhard in uh, he does. He's in that picture. Totally. <laughs> also in uh, music history, this day in 1969, nice. Credence Clearwater Revival released their second album, Bayou Country, featuring the songs Good Golly Miss Molly and Proud Mary. I love Credence Clearwater. They're one of those classic rock bands that I just grew up loving. Their songs are timeless, and you know they don't sound like every other classic rock no. band out there. No, good old Tom Fogarty. Fogarty, 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 Fogar, Fogar, Fogar. <laughs> like yogurt, only yogurt Fogart. like Fogart. Moving on, this day in 1971, the body of former world heavyweight boxing champions Charles Sonny Liston is found by his wife Geraldine in their Las Vegas home. He had been dead for an estimated six days. Foul play was six, uh, suspected. Um, I don't know if anything ever came of that, if they actually determined that it was murder versus suicide. But, uh, yeah. Wow, that's, that's young, too. 40-year-olds looked uh, a little older back in the day. They did, yeah. yeah. We, we tend to look a little bit younger as time moves yeah. on, which is good. It's a good thing for us. 1978 started the Sex Pistols final tour in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, I don't know if that was a planned final tour or if that was because uh, Sid Vicious died eh, not too long after. Yeah. All right, let's uh, look through. Oh, 1996. Miami Dolphins coach Don Shula announces his retirement. Of course, he is the only coach to have a flawless perfect season with the Miami Dolphins. Yep, and he's got a lot of shoeless steakhouses in uh, the eastern Florida side. I don't know if it's on the western side, but a lot in the Miami area. No kidding. Speaking of football, this day in 2007, Bill Cower resigns as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think he's a great commentator during the halftime show, though I'd like to see him get back into coaching at some it. point. Yeah, I'd really like if you could replace um, Vic Fangio with him. It'd be <laughs> awesome. Steelers franchise, it's where it's at. If you want to be a head coach, you want to be on the Pittsburgh right. Steelers. Yeah. In our lifetime, they've had three coaches. Yeah. Tomlin's not going anywhere anytime no, soon. No, so. Tomlin's, he's safe. But to think that Tomlin's been there since 2008 or about 2007 when Cower resigned. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chuck Noll was the one uh, right before. I That's think, right. You know? And then finally, speaking of coaches resigning or joining this day in 2010, Mike Shanahan is formally introduced as the head coach of the Washington Redskins, now the Washington WTF, as yeah. Tony likes to say. But uh, sad to see him leave as a Broncos coach because... I don't know about you. He was my favorite of the Broncos yeah, coaches. Yeah, mine too. I was excited when the rumor was we were going to get his son. And then after it fell through with Kyle, then there was talk of bringing Mike back. And that would have been sweet. But alas, we got Vance Joseph and uh, Vic Fangio. <laughs> and finally, let's run down some of today's holidays. <laughs> we will celebrate not many today. It is National Bird Day. It is National Keto Day. Keto. National Screenwriters Day. And National Whipped Cream Day, which is actually something you can have on keto. So, Ooh. folks, that does it for today's show. Tune in tomorrow for Wednesday. Words are hard Wednesday. We will see you all tomorrow. Later.